waiting for the vaccine from whatever crew pet gave us. It's the Vocal Minority <laughs> Podcast. I don't know if it's gonna fix anything, but it's good shit. I like the colors. What the color of the the, the vaccine or of whatever he gave us? No, whatever he gave. Us. Raise your voice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it, it it's an honor to have his germs and rash and all that an, R- yes. an, an rna floating around yeah the hallucinations though they're 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 fun I yeah it sounds like you guys are tripping hairballs <laughs> yeah like he didn't pass you something behind the you know gym i'm talking about what he gave you oh that oh, oh that no. one yeah, please, that type please, of give can i get two two jabs at the same time yeah, that'd be great yeah. Danny Krutan. It's an honor. <laughs> All right. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that says Happy Sensor Truths Day. Fiddly Day. It's not some other day. Time of recording. Meow, indeed. <laughs> it just won't be when this goes out. Lord Jesus, Ooh, Mary, and Joseph. Jan Jarrett, come here today. All right. For our northern friends. On this week's show, there's a lot of CanCon to get into. We've got Olympics qualifying, a uh, new CanPL team, maybe. Uh, more union talk, I know, shocking. A uh, beloved player signs with another team tfc gives someone a contract extension and more now this week's panel he's high on cleaning fumes welcome to duncan fletcher it's true i am god bless uh, windex and all the other bleachy things i've been using today it's uh, good times <laughs> uh planning a puntastic t-shirt purchase it's mark hinkley it's spectacular and uh I could share it, but then why would I waste a joke that will happen in 364 days from now, day of recording? He's slow playing this joke. It's going to oh be God. amazing. Yeah, I'll probably seen it. Who knows? <laughs> Speaking of t-shirts, the creator of the Vocal Minority t-shirt collection on Zazzle, hello to Tony Walsh. You know what a proper football podcaster uses to clean the house? Go on. Ajax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll give you that. That's good. There's got to be some sort of cleaning product company that sponsors some kind of uh, football team somewhere. It's got to be have some kind of bleach related. I don't know. Liquid bimbo. Oh. Uh, maybe. <laughs> um, as for me, I am wearing green today, but it's purely by accident. Laundry day is tomorrow. I am your host, Kristen Owens. Now to our show. You know First up on the show, as I said, it is CanCon, and there's a ton to talk about. So let's dive on into CONCACAF Olympic qualifying. 
how will the kids do? Because it is a team of, it's a pretty young team and not the most experienced of teams. Um, also, before we sort of talk about the their match on Friday, why does CONCACAF think that Canada's never been in the Olympics slash won it? Just curious. Um, if yeah, you go on to the sea, motherfuckers. Blah, 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 blah. Exactly, exactly. One in 1904, the Autumn Golf FC. Yeah, we exactly. have a prove it. Speaking of our, Segways. you know, our awesome T-shirts, that is one of our, that is one of our best sellers. For those um, of you not watching this on video, it currently says includes paid promotion in the corner. <laughs> it's true. Actually, I guess Rob they're is... as as usual. Ronkakaf. Oh, <clears throat> but if you go on the Concaf website and click on their article that previews Group B, which is the group that. Uh, the Canada is in the very <laughs> the very last paragraph of this is you know what is it uh, oh yeah Canada might uh, do something as well but yeah, yeah a new generation not. of Canadian players will be aiming for a first ever Olympics berth like, pardon like, do they just word it really badly or do they really think that Canada's never been in the Olympics well, I can't decide did they spell birth with an I uh, oh, good point good point <laughs> no. Um, I mean, I don't think that the Canadian men have ever qualified for an Olympics. They yes, certainly they hosted them, but mm-hmm. I don't remember them qualifying for one. Well, golf, was in, golf was in St. Louis. What but, was the qualification process? Yeah, it was presumably just, with Canada in like three American teams or something like that. Well, I get that. I get, I I get 84 know. was the boycott year. I know. So much but yelling. they qualified. No, yeah, that's right. That and counts. 76, fine. Yell harder, Tony. Yell harder. <laughs> they, probably, they probably only had to be vaccinated for their group to go to the 1904 Olympics or whatever it was. St. Louis, yo. Also, how did St. Louis get the Olympics? Boy, the Olympics were low rent. Oh my God, so low rent. They didn't have that. They didn't even have their arch in 1904. No. What the fuck <laughs> you go there for? The Olympics went to fucking Calgary. Let's let, let's not. That's the Winter Olympics. Exactly. Everyone, it's ev- totally everyone knows that's the back of a fridge Olympics. <laughs> the Olympics are <laughs> really good. That's good. That was good. Um, anyway, so that is uh, yeah. It it was just it was just a bit weird again it could be poor phrasing it it very well could be poor phrasing but it reads as canada has never been to the olympics ever their entire lives um so canada's first match is this friday 6 p.m against el salvador and yeah it's because of because of covid and well basically because of covid a number Mm. of players that were intended to go as part of the squad, mainly from Toronto FC, are not. Um, one of the best young keepers that Canada has, Dane St. Clair, also not going. Uh, so there's, you know, there is still some, there's still some, some veteran, quote unquote, veteran talent. Um, uh, we've got, uh, well, Tejon Buchanan as, um, you know, in the attack, who had a really, really good season in MLS uh, last year, and it was actually a bit of a surprise that his team let him go, but that's great. Not going to complain. Um, you've got uh, Blue Tabla, who has, you know, he's, he's from been Barcelona. 
Exactly. It's fancy. Um, Ryan Raposo, Theo Bear. Like, there's some good young players on here. Uh, Derek Cornelius. (laughs) And then I was, uh, you know, people will talk about Marcus Godinho because of what happened, uh, the horrible match that he had two years ago. And it was two years ago, so maybe let it go. But we're Canadian soccer fans. We're not good at that. So (laughs) in defense. Uh, So it's you know what? It's such an up in the air thing. It's they're in an easier group. Um, I'm going to some of my European based players. Have they been released from their clubs to come and play World Cup qualifying? Or, you know, is how Davis being held back by Bayern Munich? That, uh, yeah, they are currently, I think they've, they've been held out of uh, Olympic qualifying. I'm not sure about World Cup qualifying, except for I did see something uh, a little bit just before we started recording. And have time to dig into it. That looks like uh, Ligue 1 and Ligue 2 are actually restricting, aren't, aren't releasing players, which means no Jonathan David for mm. World Cup qualifying. And which, that could be an issue. Yeah, for World Cup qualifying, no, it won't be. For Olympic qualifying, yes, that's an issue. We could definitely use him. I, yeah, but I World don't Cup think he was able ever... to beat fucking Aruba and Bermuda and those people, no problem with you know, fucking Lucas Cavallini up front. That'll be fine. But, you know, Jonathan Davis could have actually, uh, Jonathan David could have actually helped here. So I got Alfonso Davies. These kids yeah, aren't going to do I, anything. I don't, think there was, I don't think there was ever a question that they were going to get released for this. I think it was oh, always, they, they're always being looked at for the World Cup qualifiers as opposed to the Olympic qualifiers. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying I don't think that was ever going to be, um, something that they considered um so yeah so the first match this friday against el salvador then monday against haiti and then dun 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 next thursday against fuck them honduras so our 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 dreaded rival our most hated rival we hate them so much um you can watch uh, not just the canada matches but actually the entire men's olympic qualifying tournament on one soccer. What's I it's 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 this random platform that you can sometimes watch soccer on. Is that like um, some, like two soccer's like baby you know brother or something? Is that something right, like this, that. this one's half as good? Adopted it, yeah. uh, adopted stepdog or something. I don't know what yes. it is. Yeah, some uh-huh. something distant. Where socks yeah. go to die. Um, yes. One yeah, soccer, I, too poor to afford socks. Mm. <laughs> Due to budget restrictions, ankles abroad. It's weird for Canadian national men's national team. Uh, the 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 Olympic qualifying is is different between the two the the, the men's team and, and the women's team in terms of age restrictions and who gets to go and stuff like that. But the men's team has, regardless of their three appearances, has historically had a really difficult time getting even close to the Olympics. Um, and with, you know, things being not all equal these days, given to given global pandemic and stuff, what's your, what's your hope level like for them advancing to the Olympics or at least to the finals of this tournament to give themselves a chance? The hope will not kill me because it's not there. <laughs> Aww. That is weirdly poetic. It was, actually. 
that needs to be a that needs to be a sad greeting card or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, VMP's line of greeting cards. I mean, I I don't I don't feel like I don't feel like it's impossible. Um, so, you know, my 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 hope my hope will forever be tempered. Uh, next to a Canadian men's national team badge. That's that's for sure. Um, but I don't think, yeah, I don't think it's impossible. Uh, I Is it highly unlikely? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty unlikely. Um, mind you, I mean, I, I feel like if, if other nations are having difficulty rounding up their squads to train together, then you know you effectively have a puncher's you know fighter's chance and with the exception of the u.s and mexico because they're all played domestically um then we're kind of at the mercy of uh you know the luck of everybody else so i don't know i i i i i i want to believe but i expect the usual not making it (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with Mark. I mean, it's hard. It's it's hard, especially at this lower level. I mean, when you look at the the, the senior squad, maybe there's a little more hope. Not the hope of like the next World Cup, I don't think, unless a lot of magic happens. But eh, it's hard to get too excited about this. It would take it would take a lot of lucky breaks, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, with luck, yeah. something could happen, but. It's not going to, is it? Well, yeah, once it, and not to put, you know, TFC's youth players on pedestals or anything, but once that whole swath of players was eliminated from selection, because, you know, there's probably a good six or seven players that were going um, instead of some of the players that are now, which, okay, you know, good experience for the players that are going now. Um, But some of those TFC players have had, a lot more experience, a lot more recent experience. Um, and I, th- I think, again, I, it's, 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 it's Canadian men's soccer. So the hopes, yeah, the hopes are always dim. Um, but I had like a little more hope. So now I'm just, now basically I'm just hoping for good matches that they play well, that they don't look, that they don't get destroyed. I just hope um, both teams have fun is really what you're saying. Exactly. Yes. That's what I want. I want everyone to come together and share their oranges at the halftime and exchange, you know, jubilant high fives and, uh, I hope and, and friends are made and life lessons are learned. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Let memories mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you'll cherish for a, an eternity. Exactly. Um, one other thing before we move on from this is something that, I just happened to stumble across on the Toronto FC website. I haven't seen it posted anywhere else, but it seems to be a thing. And that is that... Uh, Michael Bradley Erotica? No, sorry. Sorry, that's, uh, I, I, that's, an, that's a locked only fans. I don't have that kind of money. Um, is that Terry Dunfield has been named to the coaching Almost. staff for, <laughs> for the the men's national team for the Olympic qualifiers. And um, yeah, I haven't seen it really publicized, but there's a, you know, there's an article about it on the TFC website. Um, he's, you know, I guess he's, I, I don't know if he's helped out before. He's made it sound like say, maybe Does he have a lot of coaching experience? 
with within TFC's academy. Yeah, he's been coaching uh, for four years within the academy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, how much how much experience does Caldwell have? Caldwell's <laughs> part of the Canadian coaching staff. Indeed. And I'm pretty Indeed. sure Dunfield has more coaching experience than Stephen Caldwell. I could be wrong. Um, well, maybe, well, maybe they do have a leg to stand on then. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> really lean into it. <laughs> but forward. Tripod. You lean forward. <laughs> so, yeah. So, there you go. That was just... Guaranteed the... three points, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Triangle offense? What? Mm. Um, it just seemed... It's just, a, it's just one of those random things so there you go if you see you see a familiar face on the sidelines during the tournament that's why um okay so campiel so last week of course you know early you know campiel released all the numbers and stuff and ooh, look at this look we're so transparent and good and we love our players and we're gonna pay them more money and everyone look we're good we're good Don't oh look bless you surface. mr cluckers we're not we're 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 we're, we're not bad good. we're not no we're we're good we're good you love us our players love us you love us what else can we do what else can we do they're not taking the bait they're not taking the bait hey guess what, what? a new team shut up cool a new team when guess where guess where the new team is um uh, 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 uh moncton quebec uh, no. don't be silly um toronto other uh, yeah toronto Oh, no, it's been. in maybe like Sus- Eastern Toronto, it's like Oshawa, Durham, something, Ooh, that kind something of area. like that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's in Saskatchewan. That's a place. Where in Saskatchewan? Regina, Saskatoon. Wrong. I know. I just Saskatoon. wanted to see if you were paying attention. <laughs> Mostly. When when do they start? Well, where are they playing? All, all really good questions that will be answered in time. Mm. Um, Go on. So the answers are um, they may be in 2023 and um, cool. on a as yet to be built My on as yet to be determined piece of land stadium. Um, oh, but they're really time. excited about it, and they have so much excitement about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, is, on, is, there, uh, is there some kind of local university where they can play at their ground for only a few years until the proper one gets done? But in actuality, like ten, fifteen years at least. There is, but it's across the border in Regina. Oh, oh. no! Damn! Oh well. Yeah. Yeah. So I suppose they could play it. Yeah, the U U University of Saskatchewan. Um, so yeah, the it was this big. You know, it was teased the night before um, last Thursday, and then Friday morning, the breathless announcement uh, that was basically the announcement that the franchise rights to a potential team in Saskatoon at some point had mm. been awarded to. Uh, the Living Sky Sports and Entertainment Group, helmed by local businessman Alan Simpson, or Al, as he seems to be going by in all of the interviews. Good Just call Al. me Al. Yeah. You know Al. Al um, Simpson. 
<laughs> I don't think that's how the song goes, Mark. Do just call me Al. You can call me Al, surely. Don't call me Shirley. Mm. Um, so you can call me Shirley. Call me Shirley. <laughs> do 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 do. Better. Thank you. There you go. Mm. So exciting on the face of it, on the surface, on the shiny surface, and and I am truly happy for all of my friends from Saskatchewan who have wanted this and who are really vested in Canadian soccer and who spent, you know, a delirious day on Friday, um, just reveling in the possibility of there being a franchise. Cause it didn't seem, it seemed like the dream in Saskatchewan was long dead. And especially when the, that talks about the division two stuff started happening. Cause one of the people I believe involved in that was originally back in like, I don't know, 2018, 2017, originally involved in looking into bringing more professional soccer to Saskatchewan and is no longer part of this. So, um, so there's all of that. And, and again, if it comes to fruition, congratulations, that's amazing. However, it's, it's so far away from becoming a team. It's even further away, I think, than when MLS awards franchises, you know what I mean? Um, that never I'll, goes wrong, though. That never, oh. ever goes wrong. So you've got the, the biggest issue, of course, is where are they going to play? And I'm they, sure it's all above board and has taken and there's the communities. Embracing it. Into, yes. Yeah, there's no controversy about the potential no. uh, land at all. Uh, Prairie Land Park is it's it's the perfect choice and nobody nobody in the community is protesting it or organizing rallies against it or anything like that and it's, it's, the thing yeah. is is they're not necessarily they're not protesting necessarily against soccer going there except for now they are because originally they were protesting the fact that um the people that own prairie land park were canceling horse racing and that is that has been a, a huge part of the fabric of the city of the community um also um a huge part of the indigenous, the indigenous community, community. exactly yeah. so and that is where a lot of the pushback is coming from within the community and it seems like not nearly enough uh due diligence or research was done into this situation because any news that came out that's been coming out of uh out of saskatoon or saskatchewan about all of this uh the soccer aspect of it has been tamped way down and in some cases barely mentioned because all the focus is on what's going on within the city in terms of the land and the horse racing and what's happening with that and the soccer thing seems secondary like it's not even being it's not even being painted as the big bad in this situation yeah so I mean, they can't even get i mean it, it's maybe because of what you say everyone's kind of not paying attention to it but i mean the things you read it, it does kind of sound like it's you know all right well this horse racing thing is this is definitely happening and that we're stopping the horse racing and we're moving on it might be soccer we don't know you know, we've, we've kind of just started the process of maybe looking into it and maybe come up with some plans and hopefully something might happen, but who knows? I and mean, there's a definite thing there which is happening and then a potential maybe thing in the future. So, I mean, to me, that kind of makes sense that 
you know, did focus on the one thing that is actually happening, which is, you know, getting rid of horse racing and, you know, the, the maybe, yeah. but yeah, that's maybe just how they're choosing to write about it. I don't know. Yeah, perhaps. Um, but again, maybe leaning on local sentiment as well, right? You know, that's, again, it, it all depends on how the, yes, there's very little unbiased journalism. Um, case in point, we're not exactly unbiased all the time around here. <laughs> what? I know. I mean, all the time. We are completely unbiased. We are fair and balanced in everything we talk about. Um, so it is... We're like the Guardian if they got drunk more. <laughs> True. Ooh, I like that comparison. Mm. Mark, can, can you add that as one of our taglines on the website? I think that would be I don't great. think it counts if I say it. Damn it. I think someone off the show. Otherwise, we could just put. Quick, someone send message. Someone, someone, someone message one of our loyal followers to to put that out there on the Twitters. Oh, we, yeah, we, need, we need somebody to tweet that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you can put that in a in a, some kind of sentence saying, "I would never say that the more minority podcasters like the Guardian if they got more drunk." That's just ridiculous. And then we can just cut out that bit in the middle and gold. So perfect. Uh, yeah, if someone wants to get on that, beautiful. Anyway, it's, I, I hope that it, like, I hope that it happens. I, I do. I, I would love for there to be soccer in Saskatchewan. I, you know, we know, we know, we know lots of the people involved um, and like from the fan perspective and uh, it would be great. It would, and it would give a nice little prairie, uh, you know, an additional prairie rivalry sort of thing. Um, I just think did you just called the Alberta teams the Prairies. I did. <gasps> oh, oh yeah. Oh, I know the they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna hate that. I know it's gonna be fun. Um, no, it would be great though. Like I'm and and they goddamn better wear green. Seriously. If they're not rocking some and, North and if they're City not called shit. Rough Riders FC, uh, we riot because. No, that's- I'll let, no, I can. That's that, just, that's, that can die. That can just go. No, that, can, that, can, no. that can die. That can die a horrible death. There was already a Rough Riders in soccer, and they were played at a Long Island. So yes, it is. You've been vetoed. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. It's the name of one team. Bison are more of a tradition. <laughs> not two teams in Saskatchewan. Yes. The other one was in Ottawa. <laughs> Kristen. Where, why do you hate fun? Why? Wait, when did you all suddenly start hate... hating fun? Well, why don't we just put a flaming soccer ball on their shirt, too? That would be amazing. Dreams do come true, Tony. <laughs> you just have to believe. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, green for sure. Yeah. The, the smooth riders? I mean, it doesn't, you know, it's just Ooh, change what? it up a little. Is that like a DMX track? <laughs> no, no. Isn't that straight out of Greece, too? Oh, no, that's cool, rider. Something like that would work, but anyway, I was just—I was very curious about the name of this uh, um, company, that Living Sky, what have you. And but that's Tourism Saskatchewan, or that, that's like the slogan, or what have you. Saskatchewan Living Skies. Welcome to the land of living skies, beautiful sunsets, northern lights, migrating birds, and more. You, you probably just described half of the uh, things on the infographic for their badge. Mm. Sometimes Saskatchewan's <laughs> giant sky seems to be alive. That's creepy. Mm. Oh, yeah. Some of the skies right. at dusk move slowly from pale blue to royal, then to indigo, then black. Hey, there's your color scheme right there. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Again, we're helping. Look how much yes. we help. Yes. Look how helpful we are. We're so helpful. 
They um, seriously better just go find a box of old 1970s Norwich City kits and put those on. <laughs> yeah. Go get those uh, Ribeiro ones with the weird little fucking splatter pattern that was all over, like tiles. Oh, wow. Those. Mm. What's mm, Lotus? I think I know what you're talking about. I can picture that one. Yeah. It, I don't know. I don't know if it was Lotus. It might have been just before Lotus. Coleman Mustard? Uh, no, no. Like, um, I think it was like a something Providence Society. Mm. Nor oh Norwich and Peterborough. Yes, thank you. This has anyway. been nineties uh, Premier League <laughs> fucking kit sponsor I'll talk. Say, now I'll back take to you. Norwich City kit sponsors for five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we have such a good knowledge of Norwich City's kits? That's just fucked. Yes, it is. Anyway, but the other thing about all of this is it's not that, uh, um, it's not so much that this still is very far down the road. It's, it's when the news <laughs> Norwich was released. Is, uh, Norwich okay. City's first kit sponsor. Uh, Paul Withy Windows. Now oh, yeah, that's the cool. Those are the days. Tangent. Yes. Then just Paul Withy. Now Paul Withy. Foster's. <laughs> yeah, Foster's for a while. Really? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yes. Focus. No. We are. We're focused on the important things. <laughs> One of the greatest traditions, like of all clubs in England, they have a great lineup of former sponsors. Yeah, they do. Anyway. A lot of Aviva. Yeah, well. The other reason I wanted to talk about this Uh is that it looks, again, the the, the timing of this is very much, look, shiny good things. Look, look what we're doing. Look how positive we are as a league. Look at this, you know, look at these gifts we give you. Everyone stay on the happy, shiny surface instead of the things that are making, you know, causing fans to speak up, causing players to be unhappy, that sort of thing. It's the timing of it just felt very like, because nobody knew about this. It came literally out of nowhere. Like they decided, the, yeah, I can just picture, you know, Clackers on the phone with Al. Hey, Al, Al, Al. Are you right? Like, are you good to announce this right now? Like, we could use some more good PR. What do you think? And that's what it feels like, at least to me, that this was. Um, while there may be, you know, while it may be factual and there may be like, uh, you know, good intentions for this to happen mm-hmm. in a couple of years, that the the timing of the announcement is very much. Uh, we need mm-hmm. some more good news. And hopefully this Al guy got uh, Clackers to agree to, you know, maybe like knock like a thousand dollars off the expansion fee or something. Ooh, so that maybe. he only has to pay ten dollars to get in. Yeah. I, I feel like uh I like it I feel like the announcement is literally the minimum of what makes it newsworthy. If I had just announced it on Twitter, hey guys, I'm gonna buy a kit. No shit, Mark. <laughs> Of course you're gonna buy a fucking kit. It's in your goddamn handle on Twitter. Nobody's surprised by this. Nobody's surprised by this. You know, we're a soccer league that's only got eight fucking teams across Canada. We'd like to add more. No shit. How about you tell us something good when it actually comes to fruition? Not a promise. I don't want a promise of something. I want to know that, like, I don't I don't doubt for a second that this is happening, but it just seems like, hey, Saskatoon, get ready. We're not telling you when. Just get ready. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is this? What is this? It's like you could literally make that announcement every other week for every possible community in Canada. Not lying. Not really anything in it, but also not lying. It's I don't know. It mm-hmm. just it just was. 
it was like it was cotton candy it was pure fucking fluff it hit all the right spots but if they think that this is like real nutritional value fuck tomorrow's another day where's our union yeah, they may as well announce us, you know. We have clear plans to start a CAPL team in Toronto at that uh, sort of pitch by Dufferin Mall. Yep. You know, we don't, we don't have the money it. for it or yeah. any of the plans or any of the agreements or anything, but the plan's fucking there. The mm. idea's there. Announce us, CPL. We have a solid plan. Yes. We, all, we also don't care who's playing there already. <laughs> True. <laughs> Who cares about what local community with you know, deep, long-standing roots that we might be kicking out? We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out when we get to it. Take your community ovens and go. We have soccer to play. <laughs> That's the other side of Duffer Mall. Yes. Oh, you're right. Yeah, true. But still. But still. Great food to get on the, ma- on the march to the match. Mm. Oh, look at us. Go, We're helping go, the community. Go steal some community bread. No, I am <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ultras. I was, Ultra. I was thinking more of a partnership with ah. security ovens, you know. <laughs> the Mollies. Um, Maltras. 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 <laughs> Gonna stop at No Frills on my way to the match. <laughs> oh, the Maltras. So good. The No Name Flares. <laughs> And of course, we know about the Scarborough Bluffers as well. You know, that's yes. yeah, going to happen at some point somewhere. We've got the discoverability rights on Bertrand Stadium. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, exactly. So, um, Mark, you mentioned, you know, give us our union. So a couple things, because we do talk about oh, the PFA. Did I, just, did I just trigger that to happen? The union? Good segue, Mark. Good segue. It was, guys. I, it was, I was really impressed. Wait, um, if you could just say things and it happens on the show? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no, stop it. Closing segment. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not before I get my free kits, God damn it. No. Yes. Um, so a couple things about the union. Obviously, we talk about the PFA a lot on this show, and that's, again, never going to change. Um so the PFA has their AGM at the end of this month, and we've already mentioned that Marcel Young is running for running again for president. Uh, but on Twitter yesterday, uh, Karen McCormick, who we've talked about on this show a lot uh, due to her, you know, bringing forth and getting the ball rolling uh, about the uh, sexual assault and abuse history uh, with Bob Rarda out in BC soccer. Um, getting the ball rolling on that. She's very vocal on uh, on women's issues in sport, but also just, you know, she's a longtime player, uh, has been involved in sport for a long time. She's running for the board of directors, as is uh, former Canadian international Sasha Andrews. Um, she's uh, she's a couple generations back in terms of uh, in terms of being a player, but uh, she did she did score the penalty that got. Uh, got the Canadian women's national team into the gold medal match uh, at the Pan Am games uh, back in 2007, which they won. And uh, she put, but she also played within the Vancouver Whitecaps uh, program. And uh, so she's, uh, she's had a lot of experience within that sector of it. So she's also running for the board directors. So just good to see um, some women getting involved in the union as well. Cause even though there isn't a league for them to, to rep players from there are still players and we always have hope that you know there will be a league or there will be nwsl franchises 
Um, so good luck to them. That's great. Uh, and then uh, our favorite person, Clanahan, went on um, went on a podcast last say week. Him by, say him by his Christian name. Clackers went on. Meaty uh, Clackers. <laughs> Meaty Clackers. Um, went on uh, Away From the Numbers, uh, which is a West Coast-based uh, podcast. Great guys. Um, they, they do tons of good stuff. Uh, and talked about a couple, a bunch of different things, including, of course, the Saskatchewan situation, but uh, was asked about why the sudden move to transparency, since this is all, you know, we've been asking for pretty much since the very beginning, but certainly over the last year. And uh, basically the answer was, well, you know, so many people out there speculating and thinking they have the right numbers and it's really a game of broken telephone. So it's better for us to be, you know, it's better to be transparent and spell out the facts because, you know, try to explain to the fans that there's so much more than just the salaries that the owners really don't make any money and that most well, of, I, you know, it was very much a woe to the owners, but you know, the, the, the players understand and they've been really good about it. I roll. Um, and then of course, leaning in on the Canadian players, you know, wouldn't have been playing without us. And, and yes, mm-hmm. that's true, but you can only lean on that trope for so long and they lean on it a lot and it gets starting to get frustrating. Um, and then asking of whether or not there was a plan to recognize or ratify the players union. And this is possibly my, well, favorite slash least favorite thing. Uh, the misnomer is that I'm against the union, but I'm yeah. not against it. That, mm. that, that is a direct mm. quote from mm. him. At, at one point, mm. at some point it will be recognized, but the timing isn't great. Of course it's never great. We've only really had one season. You know, we had a tournament on an island and we Did potentially you? have another year of COVID ahead of us. Who knows what's going to happen in the next few months? You know, so I worry about that. You know, that's an issue. Um, so it'll, so be they, climate, the, it'll be climate yeah. change next. Exactly. Mm, I mean, the players don't need a union this year. Yes, <laughs> All this uncertainty yes. and everything. <laughs> a union. Oh, no. And Very then, and then mm. he, he, he does a not so subtle digging at the union's claims for how many of the, the percentage of players that have signed union cards, which is upwards of 90%, 95% maybe. Um, you know, if someone tells me that 99 of my friends don't like me, um, you know, well, I haven't talked to all of those 99 people. I don't know what they're saying. It's like, I don't know. We don't have that information. Mm, yeah. yeah. It's if I don't, 90, if I don't have the conversation, friends, it didn't happen. Hmm? 99 out of every 100 of your friends yeah. would be... Um, to say it, so, but, you know, mm. he said that they're talking, but there's still no formal talks. Well, whose fault is that? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, is it something that needs to be done? Sure. But it's not a priority. Oh, to well, be in then. business, Oof. you have to stay in business. And he mm. said that like three times. Did like it, it is like the Flair? maxim of all Woo! maxims. No, no, <laughs> not at all. Um so it's it's, it's uh, frustrating to hear. Once, once they are you know officially in business and oh, they've they've passed whatever metric he has in mind at that point, oh, we'll start the union ourselves. We'll be generous yeah. and so happy to share with the players. Oh, yeah, 
our yeah, owners just, will be just like just, Tim Hortons. Hmm. If Tim Hortons would have ever got off the ground, maybe they could have been unionized too. Boy, yeah. yeah, but they just they just never got into business. Yeah, that's yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. So mm. it's it's very frustrating to hear, you know, more dismissal of the union, but to 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 frame it that to stay in business, we can't possibly recognize the union because that would immediately put us out of business. I and forward a motion of the MP yes. motion that we uh, furthermore call his talk of anything clackety clack. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's telling I... the players to not talk back, so. I... <laughs> Excellent. Motion passed. <laughs> Feel free, listeners, to use this online at your discretion. Uh, it's so frustrating anyway um yeah so again not not surprising it's just i i always marvel at the way it gets framed you know the the there's just the, the language that's used to subtly and not so subtly demonize unions um and i'm surprised he didn't make, like you know throw in like a vaccination analogy or something like that it's so hot right now uh, if i'm giving you a vaccine why would you want someone to get in between you and the vaccine mm-hmm. oh and then there's oh god we didn't even talk about this but i don't know if it's been confirmed anywhere but that rumor that they've engaged uh that law firm hicks morley mm-hmm. uh who is Scrooge Marley, mm-hmm. what? leading (laughs) leading law firm in union busting like this is what they do you know leading in labor and employment law basically why can't why can't there ever be law firms that lead in ghost busting right union busting that would be amazing so i haven't seen confirmation of that anywhere but that rumor is Um, certainly out there my uh my you know, layoff settlement negotiations that are ongoing. Um, Bell's sort of representative, their lawyer is uh, through Hicks Morley. So oh, really? They, my lawyers nice. are currently arguing with. Yeah. Oh, fun. Lovely. I probably there shouldn't say go. too much about it, really. But uh, no, maybe not. Um, la la la. So yeah. anyway. Uh, one last thing before we leave CanCon, um, and again, it has to do with players, but a little, a little, a little player reward. Uh, so we recently Ooh. retired CanPL player uh, AJ Cabra uh, is now an assistant Chuba coach. Indeed, at AJ Cabra, trying to reach in, uh, trying to reach in, reach out and grab you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that, okay. that's that's now in that's that song's now going to be in the show. You'll hear it. Oh my god! What the hell? Um. <laughs> Thank you, Chicks Dig It. Name of the band. I don't even, I, anyway, so this recently retired player is now an assistant coach with with Ottawa, which was his last club. Um, he retired, but then they released him. It was very odd. Um, so congratulations! He gets to learn at the feet of the legendary Mister. Uh, yeah. Probably gets a better paycheck, though. <laughs> so, yeah. So, he was, you know, he was an Eddie's player before he went to uh, to Ottawa. Um, he uh, grew up in Ottawa, uh, grew up in Edmonton, but now is uh, is going to be moving to Ottawa to do some coaching. So, good luck. Oh, but it, it, it's, 
it is it is good to see that sort of progression and hopefully that helps him continue his career in soccer um but yes so aj cabra new assistant coach for otletti cool sure All right, MLS time. Ooh, MLS time. Uh, there's only two things we're going to talk about for MLS today, um, and none of them are kits, so you'll all just have to uh-huh. suffer and wait. The first one, and the ongoing saga of what the hell is Miami doing? Um, well, what they're doing is signing Ryan Shawcross to a contract. Wow. A two-year contract. Um Apparently was heading for retirement until the Miami move came out of the blue. Till his buddy Beckham said, "Hey, hey, what are you, what are you doing? Are you doing anything right now? Do you want to like coming out Miami for a couple of years? Do you like money? Exactly. <laughs> Do you like money? Imagine English people, ima- English people like Florida. You want to come to Florida? Yeah. <laughs> imagine if you will. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you will playing for a team that's so bad but never gets relegated." Huh? <laughs> you will if we have the worst season ever, you will not get a pay cut because we're still in the top flight. Huh? How about that shit? It's like humid stoke. Ooh. It's just <laughs> it's just so random that Can you do it on a hot, steamy Sunday afternoon in Miami? <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> It's just, yeah, it's so random. I'm going to, I guess, I guess the allure of Miami is, you know, better than playing at Stoke. I don't know, for like your entire career. Um, I that Will Smith song. It's so catchy. <laughs> welcome to Miami. Um, yeah. So welcome to MLS, Miami. Ryan Shawcross. It's weird. It's so weird. Um, and then, and then the, 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 the bittersweet news, depending on how you're viewing it of the day is, uh, the latest LA Vanny signing. No, it's not Sebastian Javinko. It's better because it's Victor Vasquez. That's right. (laughs) It's official. He's officially signed to a two-year deal with the Galaxy or a OnePlus extension, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, eh, yeah. Whatever. So good for him. Good for him, I guess. Welcome back to MLS He's again. Not exactly only... been uh, burning it up the last couple of years of his career. I'm not exactly like, frightened by the signings that like you know makes Toronto seem like, really stupid. I mean, I'm. Oh, I'm... I'm not I'm not delusioned that that 
that the Victor Vasquez they signed is is the one we had the, in twenty seventeen. Yeah. yeah, like that's four years ago, and this is a guy who has is not is I don't know if has ever reached the peak of his physical fitness. So I mean, you know, you know, if you if you can if you can start to chart the decline at you know 34 35 for an outfield player um you can probably move that measure back a few years for for mr vasquez and and i hope he fucking lights it up i hope i hope the galaxy kill it with him on the pitch i hope he is he just shines to be a legend i hope he he resumes the service that he left Toronto, like just picks up right where he left up. Genuinely, absolutely, sincerely, I hope he does, because he's so fucking good. He would like he will always be the he was the piece that won the cup, and that's no disrespect to everybody else. But oh no, half, but that absolutely half, half of half of those goals going forward don't happen if the ball doesn't touch his feet at some point in his time. Magic feet. So the so like. I really, I really wish him all the best. I hope that this shit clears up in enough time that somehow I don't, I don't even know what the schedule looks like. Is there a chance that Galaxy are playing Toronto uh, here, here in Toronto? I don't know. But if that's the case, well, God damn it, I'm getting there early so I can applaud the that motherfucker. Oh, absolutely. When he gets on the pitch and when he leaves the pitch because he deserves it. So I, I, I would, I would be, I'd have been more heartbroken if he left for Qatar. And then came back six months later and played for somebody else. Yes, I'd have been kind of pissed, but enough time has elapsed that, you know what, sir, you do you. Get get paid, be happy, look after your family, do what you gotta do. You know, no no qualms, mm-hmm. go nuts. So, pretty much. Well, I think, and what's been good, and for the most part, the reaction from TFC fandom has been pretty much that. Like, you know what? It is what it is. We got to see him in his glory with us or that, you know, that one glorious year. Um, when, you know, if they come here and he's playing, this is, the, this, is the, this is one of those times when you give an opposing player a standing ovation. Yeah. You know, this is one of those moments. Doesn't happen very often, but it's in definitely, this particular case. And definitely hasn't I, happened with TFC players in history. Like, um, like, I uh, did. How was that Bendix standing ovation? Uh, I don't remember. Dominic Oduro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was an emotional, that, emotional game. I love the idea that Dominic Oduro gets a standing ovation every <laughs> other away game. I love it. <laughs> it's like, wow, wow, him and Kai Kamara, just like, is this is, and if you get the two of them in the same, like where they played for the other team, oh my god, that. You add 20 minutes to the telecast, everyone, because there's a lot of appreciation that needs to take place. Well, now, there if are he does few... come back, I look forward to TFC bringing him out for a special presentation two hours before kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Classic. You know, there's always going to be a few fans that are, like, super angry about this. Not necessarily angry at the player, but now, like, oh, Galaxy, fuck you. Oh, Greg Fanny, you're the worst. Ah, kind of thing. And to them, I just say, settle down. Just, just. Shh. I like the idea that it's that okay. that Vanny wants to uh, 
wants to rebuild and then one of the first things he does and and one of the first things he does is he go gets a gets an old player like yeah yeah there's that ladies and gentlemen i believe this is called acumen is that what i is that what i'm led to believe (laughs) tactical acumen you know when i was really good when i had all those really good players (laughs) (laughs) i wonder what they're doing now the 2024 la galaxy are the 2017 (laughs) toronto fc i mean the 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 wisdom that vasquez with all of his experience and knowledge and skill what have you can pass on to galaxy's young players is going to be immeasurable you know three or four years from now you know, the galaxy is going to be flooded with like, young players that have learned at his feet. I mean, just look at Toronto. I mean, it's practically an entire homegrown team mm-hmm. uh, because of uh, that. So, yeah, that, that, that'll work. Uh, yeah. So, so that is, uh, yeah, that's, 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 that's it for MLS today. Oh, and WKRPFC officially signed Lucho Acosta. So there you go. Oh, hey. Exciting. whipping through this show let me tell you because we're already at tfc talk and again there ain't much to talk about so let's see let's let's see if i can stretch three three things into oh you can well if anyone can can, you can (laughs) i I, i'm thinking more of the collective yeah you know you three uh all right so um the big news, I guess, quote unquote news, is that Ali Curtis has uh, been signed to a contract extension. Finally, right. signing. Exactly. <laughs> TFC signed someone. That's what I mean. It's hey, exciting. We, we technically signed Zavaletta as well. I, oh, let's, yeah, not, let's not true. forget that, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, sure. excuse me, you are forgetting Dustin Morrow. <clears throat> ah, right, yeah. yes. Be nice. Uh, so yes, to so they've they've signed Ali Curtis to a multi-year contract extension. I'm hearing four years, I believe. Uh, so uh, Red Bull quote, gave him wings. <laughs> Bill Manning quote from the piece: "I'm a big believer in stability, and Ali has proved during his two seasons with the club, two seasons already, Jesus Lord, um, that he's a talented executive and a tireless worker." We have a great working relationship, and I look forward to continuing our work to improve TFC in every way. Um, so yeah, Ali Curtis, GM for life. Sure. I don't I, know. It, you know, I'm not massively against it. I'm no, me not either. super excited. It, it makes sense. You know, if gotten the the Red Bulls coach, it would be odd to fire the the Red Bulls GM now. Exactly. So uh, this this does not you surprise me in the, any way. Gotta keep the band together. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know I, I get some people are some people seem upset by it just because it's been again we're in weird times and it's so hard to judge what a team's front office does. Um, even if you look at other shiny things, maybe that other teams are doing right now. But um, it from a business standpoint, from a you know stability is good. TFC 
you know, has a long history of being incredibly unstable. So, um, those were the fun times. <laughs> that's yep. true. They were fun. Um, but yeah, it makes, it makes sense. I would have been, I would have been very surprised if they didn't do something like this. If uh, it was like, well, Ali's job here is done. Uh, here's our new GM, you know, like that sort of thing. That would have been a major, you know, danger sign. So this is at least, I don't know, a signifier that they do have some kind of plan, whether it's a good one or a bad one, who knows, we'll find out eventually, but that there is something that they are trying to build towards, trying to work towards, and yes, keep the whole, you know, energy drinks band together, so. It's not like he's done something fireable, or like, no. he's, he's like history's greatest monster. Or anything, but, um, <laughs> he's not but, Mo Johnston. But like, you know, I think people are just, and yes, it might have something to do with the times, but yeah, you know, let's see if he hasn't made vi- visible progression under his watch for for the average fan. True. So that's so that's where I guess the apprehension comes from. And if he had, if this announcement had come on the back of two or three good player signings that gave people a little bit of excitement for the season ahead, I eh, probably would have just flown under the radar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So welcome, welcome back, Ali. Huzzah. You didn't go anywhere. I know. Oh, welcome but back. Right, well, welcome to keep staying. I don't know. Welcome to keep staying. Oh, that's my favorite like 1970s t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> keep on trucking and welcome to keep staying. Um little uh we talked about the voyagers cup and the canadian ccl spot and everything uh last week um with tfc obviously going to the ccl in a few weeks and whatever people unhappy people happy people just like fine whatever we've got to do something and we talked about a couple people mentioning oh montreal should be going because they're the current Warriors Cup champions. Well, Snowflake mm-hmm. President Kevin Gilmore agrees and thinks that Montreal should have that spot. Um, sure. So, you know, anything to keep his club's name in, in, in print, right? So, to be fair, to be fair, I think the name on the Voyagers Cup for 2019. Uh, reads Montreal Impact or L'Impact de Montréal. Oh, that's right. They don't even exist there's, anymore. There's so nothing they don't about get to go. Fucking Club de Foot Montreal. Yeah, screw them. Who the fuck are those to guys? Fair. To be Who fair, their f- club name is in all the greatest foot fetish magazines. True. True. Mm-hmm. Is he the head D? Sorry, is he the head house? Is he the house DJ at Club de Foot? I don't. I'm sorry. The name doesn't ring any bells. Yeah. Loved foot. <laughs> it's got soul. <laughs> oh, that's a that's awkward. That was art. Um, yeah. So there we go. It's it it is what it is. Nothing's going to change it. He can talk about the press on all he wants. It's 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 a done deal now. So. Whee! Yeah, just, uh, like, uh, just like ladies' night at Club the Foot. 
<laughs> but yeah, that whole concept, uh, it amuses me, though, the idea. <laughs> no one else? Yet you, you got knocked out already, dude. I, you were part of the 2020 yep. tournament, and you lost. Exactly. So, yeah, no, bigger off. No, Duncan, Montreal Impact lost. Club to foot are undefeated. That's true. <laughs> Never <laughs> lost the Voyager's Cup. What? Yeah. Truth. Um, so, <laughs> kind of on, uh, well, another, on... Another thing. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm going to no, go, go back here. But uh, just reading the, uh, the article uh, about this and uh, Canada soccer president, Dr. Nick Bontis, and his thing and blah, 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 blah. Eventually, we will crown a Battle of the North champion and award the Voyager's Cup for the 2020 season. Is the Battle of the North, is, is that a thing now? Is, is no. That, is that what they I call didn't, it? I missed that when I was looking at this. That sounds terrible. No, it's not the Battle of the North. Yes. Eventually, we will crown a Battle of the North, B and N, capitalized, champion. Hmm? When uh, question f- for everybody but Duncan, you'll see why. Uh, when he read that quote out, that that part, that excerpt, uh, when he got to Doctor Nick, did uh, did did everybody go hi, Doctor <laughs> <Hey>, Nick? Everybody, <laughs> did everybody trigger that in your head because he, oh, yeah. he didn't even get yeah. Bontus. You got to oh, the yeah. book in Bontus, and that went off in my head. <laughs> so uh, I, I feel like I feel like there should be a plug-in wherever Doctor Nick Bontus shows up. Uh, it should just automatically insert before in quotes. Hi everybody, close quotes. <laughs> uh, Agreed. Yeah, so motion carries. We're just we are making such progress today, kids. Yeah, it's really such are. progress. It's, it's quite amazing. I well, and the other weird thing when when because I missed the I missed the battle of the north thing, and and my brain was just like he's like capital B, capital N, and my brain is like B N A Act. What didn't we get rid of that? Wow. history wow. i know okay. but it literally is what happened i literally was like why am i thinking about the bna act now this is not good um that is yeah. um yeah okay wow i feel like i've vaguely heard of it but i uh hmm. the american act yeah 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 it was good times um anyway so real the reason London. we're here duncan mm. <laughs> true it's yes. actually true but, yeah, <laughs> Landmark in like North American soccer, what have you? British yeah, North totally. American, that's, that's, a whole bunch of people come over. Came to be yeah. Players, coaches, like a whole bunch of people. Yeah, you can bring in all the Brits you like. Go on then. And <laughs> soccer was born. We'd be uh, we'd be brickies on the North Sea by now. It wasn't. <laughs> well, these two would be over here podcasting in their lazy boys. Yes. <laughs> That sounds awesome. Ricky's in the North Sea. Mm. That's right. Eating our pies and eels. Say, that's that's, that's just quite like the picture. Building, building a new sea land. Is yep. that what we're doing? After, after coming up from a night in the mines. Yes. Uh, the, yeah. the, North, the North Sea salt mines. Like, and pulling off a bank times. and a train robbery. Yes. On and our the- day off from being royal guards. <laughs> that's just what that's the like Brits a full do. Schedule, really. Like, yeah. um, all right, I have a question for you guys. So, as you know, this, the MLS season is is approaching. It's what, like a month away, um, mm. not even. And do we care yet? No. No, exactly. Mm. Well, no. The, well, that's the thing. Is do you care the fact that 
more and more and when they talk and, and we know when they give little interviews and stuff uh, when curtis talks or manning talks or whatever they seem less concerned with signing players right now right away like because there's still you know there's still concern that there's a lack of defensive backup um that still missing you know something uh for the attack uh that kind of thing is this something that concerns you do you care at all is this so far off your radar right now that you'll worry about it mid-april or or what it's it's a concern sure um it's not keeping me up at night um but you know as far as the the team goes this certainly didn't look like they were super close to being the finished product last year um and then, you know, we've obviously lost Piatti and, uh, you know, probably some others you know, that, that are important as well that aren't coming to mind. And, uh, yeah, no one else coming in. It's like, mm, all right. I mean, I can see it's got to be challenging, especially the whole fucking COVID thing. It's like, hey, you want to come sign for Toronto, build a life in Toronto? Yeah, you've got to live in somewhere in America for some time. We don't know how long, but you're, eh, Toronto? Eh, eh. I, point. you know. It probably isn't super easy right now to be signing players. Well, that's a, that's a, that's a heck of a point because I mean that would, you know, obviously they would, everybody would know that all parties involved is meaning everybody, uh, they would understand that that's the consequence, I guess, a uh, side effect of, of of signing for Toronto FC is that where the hell are you going to move your family to? Mm-hmm. Do they and do they know when they can move if they can move? Um, so that, that might, that might explain, uh, shall we say the more international signings, the ones who, or at least the ones who are playing abroad. Um, but at the same time too, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously concerned that the, that, that, that there hasn't been many replacements at least with a resume Mm. of note. Uh, I mean, you can pull up Academy Kids all you want, but we know how successful that is. You ain't going to be successful until you leave. And then, <laughs> you'd actually maybe. To, you'd actually have to play them for that to work. I know. I know, right? So unless they've somehow you. adopted... You? You having to play Academy Kids? Oh, yes. You. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how... Gauche, you, is that an appropriate... You. Anyway, it it's very yeah. gauche. Okay. Um, Trey Gauche. Oh. Are we signing Trey Gauche? Oh, yeah. that, would be, yeah. that would be a really Why good thing. Why did you get the cat out of the bag? We were Mid- keeping that secret. Yeah, Midfielder yeah. out of uh, UConn, I think it is. Is that what it is? Yep. He's, he's a really good left winger. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. French spent one year uh, in France. Yeah, French parentage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his right foot, his right foot's nothing, but his left foot is really good. He's really left-footed. Oh God, since he's good. Trey, 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 gosh. Oh God, that would Break be it. such an amazing name. That'd be such an amazing name to see on the back of a kit. It's unbelievable. <laughs> How would we spell the first name? T R E Y or T R E S? Oh, I think I would just go like T R E as if it is, you know, oh, his, it's a short form. Yeah. Like that, like his parents just named him Trey because yeah. I don't know what their short forming Trey is, but uh, yeah, he's just Trey. Dimitri? 
Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 perfect. Yeah, done. Uh, man, that would be fucking incredible if that exists. I <laughs> and feel then like RSL I've... tries to poach him because they need another tray. No, too many trays. You got a cafeteria, the... too many trays. What position is uh, what does he play? Left mid, I think Trey Gosh, yeah. yeah, left yeah. wing, left mid, left back, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Unless uh, you know, these days everyone's all inverted, so maybe he's on the right wing, cuts inside on his onto his Ooh. magical left Ooh. foot. Duncan Tactics Master. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be the first time I, I, I've met Duncan. He's he's got he's got some knowledge up there. But got I, the I skills, back. pay the bills. Yeah. So yeah. So um, but but back to the whole uh, not signing people and being mm-hmm. nervous. Yeah. Yeah, a little. Um, like. There, there must be, there must be some, you know, journeyman, USL, whatever the hell top division is, pro. What is that? What they're called? It's not one, is it? Uh, USL Premier League. The labels are dumb. There must be some, you know, players that they could poach, or maybe they're planning to assign just to fill in, to 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 fill out the bench. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm a little alarmed because. Not that we had a lot of great players last year, but I feel like some of them have either, you know, moved on, retired. Like the guys we saw on the regular, there's there's a couple gaps. And yeah. if I'm relying on the bench or the youth that I'm aware of, uh this this is gonna be this is gonna be a roller coaster, guys. Um I hope oh, I the hope, good old days. I hope the lap bar locks in because it's going to be a <laughs> thrilling ride, and I don't know if anyone's going to be happy. I mean, we're going to have an entirely new uh, attacking midfielder in Michael Bradley. So you know, <laughs> God, I keep God. forgetting about that's, that. That is just that's a thing. I I continue to blank that out because the thought of it just horrifies me. <laughs> it really does. I don't I don't like it. Um, there. But you know, we'll see. Whatever, it's fine. It's fine. It'll all be fine. Um, yeah, I, I would certainly like to see something happen. Um, I do get that this is, yeah, it's strange times. It's like, yeah, hey, come to Toronto, but actually, we're going to Florida for like the next, oh, I don't know, one to six months. What do you think about that? Are you good with that? You like Florida? Florida's nice. You'll love it. Uh, and so that is certainly, you know a difficulty um other american teams are uh sorry the american teams not other american teams the american teams are playing in their home stadiums and in a lot of cases admitting limited numbers of fans it seems i seem to see i seem to see a lot of you know fans and stadium plans being released you know throughout mls right now and that's like oh okay you guys are really going for it um, and that still isn't something that's in the works here, even with like positive talk from, you know, um, you know, TFC front office and, and stuff like that. But, you know, province of Ontario, it's far away from getting its population vaccinated. So, uh, tends to make anything like that still kind of a pipe dream for late summer, maybe, Mm. um so yeah that that part's difficult but yeah when you look at the team and you look at how they performed last season you know they were rarely convincing 
Um, and because of the weirdness of last year, you know, they, they flattered to deceive in the standings. So there's, yeah, there's concern that there's still, there's still holes and that other, uh, other teams may have been more active or more effective in, you know, punching up their lineups, but it's so hard to say such a weird everything. So, you know, season's a month away. So woohoo. Go soccer. Yay, soccers. Yay, Yay soccers. Yes. Yes. When does the uh, what's happening in the, the BPL? Well, as far as I'm concerned, the league doesn't exist. Um the there <laughs> is Belarus doesn't exist. I, I think it's it was a, all a dream. it was all definitely all a dream. It was a dream that earned me wads of cash. And by wads I mean like almost 18 bucks. Um yeah, uh they they definitely kicked off this this uh this week. Uh Sputnik took a thrashing to uh at the hands of uh Dinamo Brest. Uh hmm. that was probably the most Interesting thing that happened the the uh, entire opening weekend is definitely the biggest scoreline. Um, yeah, no sign if this game if this uh, league is going to be back on YouTube, which is a shame. Such uh, a shame. It was I, great. I have looked multiple times, uh, uh, both proudly and embarrassed to say that I did. <laughs> um, uh, the one thing I did when uh, I I did do a slight dive on is. Uh, uh, Jazerbek Yakshaboev, aka Yaza, mm. um, he has graduated to uh, 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 Legia Warsaw for the season. Oh. Yeah, so he is he has made a bump up to your uh, well, shall we say tier two, tier three European leagues. So, uh, all the best to him, indeed. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Dino Brest, who, who I followed while looking at their roster. So many players I don't recognize. It is so weird to see a turnover like that. Um, I'm like, who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is that? Who are these people? They scored four goals. I've never heard of any of them. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's that's uh, that's a riot. Um, yeah, no sign of uh, yeah, no sign of the YouTube's. So um, I'm open to suggestions. Uh, somebody introduced me to the Taiwanese league, uh, and I tried. I legit tried. I did mention this earlier, and I, I could not get into that. Um, I wanted to, but I couldn't. So they had some real. There was one team that had gorgeous kits. I don't remember anything about it other than gorgeous kits. So yeah, other than that, uh, yeah. Uh, I guess that's your Belarusian wins and losses. <laughs> I'm not even going to edit the shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Anyway. All right. Exciting mm. stuff. Thanks, Mark. Is it? Is it? Not really. Is it? I, yeah. yeah. Trying to make you feel better. I appreciate um, it. All right. Well, him. he's a professional. <laughs> true. I, I really, I was trying to be sensitive to his anguish at the lo- potential loss of the BPL. He's so. Canada's foremost voice on the Belarusian Premier League, for God's sake. He knows what he's talking about. That is a title I don't Ouch. know if was ever contested. Exactly. <laughs> Much like Ryan Nelson in the fetal position, prove us wrong. This is true. This is true. This is true. I actually uh, was tr- was trying to see if I could name all 16 Premier League teams last year. Just, you know, memory exercise. And uh, 
Uh, so I got the 13. Still have no idea the other three because I stopped giving a fuck. So, yeah. Not bitter, just angry. You know what? That seems, that seems reasonable. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Well, on that delightful note, that is, uh, that's actually our show this week. And uh, I know we're going to, and uh, we're going to, we're going to go before. But I still have half an hour of driving left. <laughs> I, I had this planned people, out. Yeah. People are going to be I'm flying sorry. off bridges. Yeah. You hope y'all watch faster. Insanely long shows in the near future. Oh yeah. It's, it's coming. Fine. It's coming. It's coming. So take this as a palate cleanser. It's fine. Uh, so that is our show for this week. Uh, please join us next week as we uh, talk about how the Canadian U23s are doing in Olympic qualifying. Uh, look ahead to Canada's first World Cup qualifying match, which is next week. So hopefully something gets announced and players and things like that in the coming days. Uh, see what's happening in Camp Yell and so on and so forth. Other things will occur to us as we know. Um, I have been joined by the entire Vocal Minority podcast panel. Oh, wait, there is one thing. No. What? It is one thing. It's only so us to do with me. I almost forgot. Um, that uh, next Tuesday, March 23rd, 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, the Voyagers, uh, as hosted by myself and Rob Notenboom uh, at FR the Black Hole on the Twitters, uh, we'll be doing a live event talking about the Voyagers uh, reorganization survey results from that survey that everybody did back in November and December. There's some interviews with some national team players, and uh, God help us, uh, a live Q and A session. So um, that'll be fun. <laughs> but please go to the Voyagers uh, YouTube page. Uh, subscribe and join us next Tuesday, 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. And we'll put the link in the show notes. Includes paid promotion. Indeed. Uh, all right. So, yes, uh, I have been joined by the entire Vocal Minority Podcast panel for today's show out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Bottom of the evening to you. <gasps> oh. <laughs> on the Twitterverse. At Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. Ginger and community. Uh, on the tweets at Kid Nerdmark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Bono. Okay, that's Bono. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so wow. good. Yeah. Stereotyper. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, 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 God damn, man. Who's going to ride oh, your wild horses? Fruit. Okay, man. <laughs> Yay or nay. Um, as for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. And uh, today is a good day for a Dairy Girls uh, marathon. So uh, until next week, Canada, get used to it.